I think God wants to do something in our lives, don't you? And I believe that this, and this week, I, I kind of want to focus on God encounters. Anybody ever had a God encounter in here? And Father God, I, I don't know about you, but I, 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 just, I just don't want theology in my life. I want, I want a God encounter. I, 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 want, I want a fresh revelation of God. Oh, you listen to what I'm saying to you today. And the Bible says we need to go from glory to glory, from faith to faith, but not from mountaintop down into the valley and from the valley back into the mountaintop. And I know some of us might be in a valley even while we're fasting because fasting is sort of like being in a wilderness. And sometimes your emotions are up. And sometimes your emotions, has anybody experienced that in your fasting time? And I'm going to say this, the enemy will always try to uh, uh, get us focused on what we don't have. But we need to be focused on what we do have in God. And I'm telling you, you have all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we're, we've been talking about fasting. And, you know, we, we know this, that Jesus' disciples walked with Jesus. And they didn't have a need to fast because Jesus was with them 24-7. And so they, they had Jesus' abiding presence with them. But, you know, there's times in our lives where we just don't feel God. Uh, can I get real with you this morning? There's times in our lives that we just don't sense the presence of God. Amen. There's times in our lives where we, we just feel, uh, you know, uh, just drained. And if I'm talking to the right group today, uh, kind of burned out. Uh, are, are you listening to what I'm saying to you? I, I don't know. I, I want to refire. I, you know, I don't want to retire, but I want to refire. And some of us, we just need to get a, a fresh perspective of God. Are, are you listening to me? I, I, I want a fresh perspective. I, I, I need that touch from God. Amen. I, you know, I know we, we walk by sight and not by feelings, but I like when, when the feelings come that are good. How many people like good feelings in here? I like, I like to sense the presence of God. I, I, I want to walk in that peace and that joy, and, and, and the disciples walked with God. And I really believe that Jesus said that, that when, when I'm in heaven, you're going to fast because I, I, I believe that, that it will bring that ever-present presence of God in our life. Amen? The Bible says it this way in James 4, 8, Draw near to God, and God will run from you. It doesn't say that, does it? So the Bible actually says if you draw near to God, what is God going to do? He's going to draw near to you. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, so, so listen, you take one step towards God, he's going to take three steps back towards you. He, he's, he, you. You move towards God, he's moving towards you, amen? And his goodness and his mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. So, so I, I, was, I was thinking about fasting and, and I was thinking about the presence of the Lord. And in Matthew 5, the Beatitudes, um, I like to say to be or not to be, that is the question. 
And uh, in the, what they call famous the Beatitudes in Matthew 5, it's, it says here, and I believe this goes with, with fasting, it said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now what I believe it's saying here is that we need to get a revelation that, that, that we, without God, we're poor in spirit. Without his presence, without his word, we're poor. We got to get a revelation that we need more God. We need to get a revelation that we need God in our life every day, not just Sunday morning. Even though Sunday morning is great and it's good to come in Sunday morning and get filled up with the word of God. But I, I, I need a 24-7 God. I need a God every day of my life. I, I need to walk with him and, and, and sense his presence. And, and I, I want to, you know, get into his word. Every day you have to do this. You know, it should be fasting, prayer, and the word. That's, that's what, what we're doing. We're not just fasting, but it's fasting, prayer, and the word. And then Jesus said, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. I'm going to say this. There is... You know, fasting is a time where, where your body is going to mourn. Amen. It, it, man, is anybody struggling out here? My brother John was, you know, he was saying to me this morning because he, 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 he stopped coffee. And for him, that's a miracle. You know what I'm talking about? But, uh, but he stopped coffee and, and he said, man, I, ooh, man, that coffee just, man, I'm thinking about coffee. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I'm telling you, I, I cut out coffee this week. And um, I, said, I said to my mom, I said, I'm going to probably have a headache because I fasted the first week just coffee and water. The, the first six days, I didn't eat anything, just coffee and water. So I'm figuring I'm going to have a big headache. He headache in three, anybody ever try to stop coffee? Hardly. And you ever get that big headache on the second day, third day? Well, guess what? I didn't get a headache. I was off for three days, didn't get a headache. Miracle. Can somebody say miracle? I'm telling you, we serve a God of miracles. We serve a God of breakthrough. We serve a mighty God. So, so blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And, and you know, I, I think that, that a lot of times we, we don't really see. I think we're blind as Christians to, to, to all the, the, the yuck that's out here, that all the people that are missing God and, and all the sin, and we should be mourning over that. We, 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 we should hurt that our neighbor is not going to church. We, oh, you talk, I'm not talking to somebody today. We should, we, we, there should be a mourning that our kids, if you have kids, if they're not in church, you, you, should, you should be mourning the fact that they're not in church. And, and so, so, so God will, will comfort you in your fast. And I believe that some of you, you need to start believing that your kids are coming back to God. That your spouse is coming in to the church. Can I get an amen or oh me? They're coming in. I'm telling you, God will wake you up. He will wake your family up. I mean, as we start fasting and praying, he will give a God encounter to your family members. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Not only an encounter for you, but when you start fasting and praying, God can give a wake-up call to somebody that you love. I remember listening to this one 
person that was praying for his wife and she was unsaved. And, and so he started fasting and praying for her. And one day she got, came to the church and she was shaking and she ran up to the altar and got saved. Wow. Can God do that? He can do anything. There's nothing beyond God. Somebody say all things are possible for those who believe. And so it says here that blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And we know this, that meekness is another word for humility. And God raises the humble, amen? When we're meek, we will inherit the earth. And when you're fasting and praying, see, God, listen, God wants to give you more. Oh, man, I'm talking today. You know, I'm believing that this year is an Ephesians 3.20 year. Abundantly above more than you can ask or think. Amen. God can do abundantly above more than you can ask or think. Do you believe that? Do you think that God can do more than just, just a, your prayer that you're praying that God can overdo your prayer? But it says according to what? The power that works within you. How much power is working in you this morning? How much power do you have? I'm telling you, you have God on the inside of you. You got the greater one on the inside of you. Greater is he. And what we're doing in this fast is we're expanding God on the inside of us. We're expanding the bigness of God. I like what Smith Wigglesworth said. He said, I'm a thousand times bigger on the inside than I am on the outside. God will, 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 will become so much bigger in our life than the problems. And when God becomes bigger, when his word becomes bigger, then the, the facts don't count. The facts might be you might be in debt today. You might be in some financial struggle. But God can bring you out of it. You might be having some relationship problems. You might be some issues. But when your ways are pleasing to the Lord, he will make even your enemies be at peace with you. When our ways are pleasing to God, when we're sacrificing and, and, and serving God and, and seeking him with a whole heart, that's when we'll find him. Amen. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for, there sh for they shall be filled. I'm, uh, listen, we need a hunger and thirst. We are the righteousness of God. I, I, you know, we, we have right standing with God because of the blood of Jesus. You, you can't earn your right standing, but we can seek to be more holy. We can seek to be more separated to God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? You, you can get closer to God. You can separate yourself from the losing world and what the losing world is doing. Amen. And you can get closer to God. Blessed are those who, who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Amen. They shall be filled. Glory to God. Blessed are merciful. They shall obtain mercy. You know, I'm going to say this, that, uh, listen, when you start fasting and seeking God, you know, you're going to relate to people that go hungry. Hallelujah. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? In other words, listen, we live in the greatest country in the world. And, you know, and there are some people that are going hungry out here. And, and when you fast on purpose to go hungry for a spiritual blessing, I'm telling you, God looks down at you and he is excited 
that you're willing to give up some food, and you are relating to people that go hungry on this earth. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? And that, that should give you a spirit of being merciful. We need, that. we need to be merciful. In this fast, we don't want to be grouchy. We, we don't want to be short-tempered. We, we don't want to be... I lost my temper this week. Okay. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Because when you fast, you, uh, some things are going to start coming out of you that you didn't realize you, what, that was in you. Has anybody noticed that? You notice that some things start rising to the top. You know, they say, you know, uh, cream rises to the top. But, but, you know, garbage can rise to the top too. Amen. And God, when you fast, there's going to be some attitudes. There's going to be the, some things that's going to come up. And, and God's going to reveal some areas in our life that we need to adjust. Amen? Are, are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Blessed are the uh, pure in heart, for they shall see God. So what God is doing in this fast, he's purifying us. He's getting us ready, glory to God. He's getting us ready for more. He's getting us in a position so that we can receive more from him this year. I believe it again. And I'm fasting and believing that there's going to be increase in this church. That increase. We're increasing, glory to God. I thank God for last year. I thank God that, you know, thank God we had no definite deficit in our finances. Everything was good. You know, we were just there. Praise God. But I want more than just being there. Are you, are you listening to what I'm saying today? You know, like I said before, you know, some of us just settle with just, just mediocre. And I just don't want to settle with mediocre uh, 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 health. I don't want to settle with mediocre relationships. I don't want to settle with mediocre finances. I, 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 I want the best that God has for me. You know, I, I'm going to say this, that it says in, in John... It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health. And this is the key right here. John is saying, I, I wish above all things, all things, all things that you may prosper, prosper. In other words, God wants us to prosper. Amen. Amen. Live long and prosper. Amen. God, <laughs> I think Star Trek, Spock, live long. Okay. God wants us to prosper, <laughs> amen, live long and prosper, amen. And, and, but, but it actually says, as our soul prospers. See, that's where it's at. The Lord revealed that to me this week. He said, when your soul starts prospering, you're going to prosper on the outside. What, what do you mean by that? Well, well, your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And when you're in, in a place in God... And he starts revealing himself to you. And really, he's going to show you what he's calling you to do. And you start stepping out and doing those things. Uh, and you start witnessing and walking in love and serving people and doing this stuff. Your soul will start to prosper. Your soul will actually prosper and you will prosper. Some of us, our souls aren't prospering like they need to be. And the reason why is because we're not in that place. We're not doing the things that, that God wants us to do. You know, uh, Christina, uh, yesterday, 
we just got a flyer. We just made some, had some flyers made up, beautiful flyers. And uh, it says, make, make Sunday the best day of your week right here. Aren't these gorgeous? Glory to God, we designed that. And, uh, and so we, we, we actually, I, we just got them in yesterday morning. I said, Yen, we're, me and Christina, we're going to go out and pass these flyers out. I told Christina only for an hour, but I had a goal to pass out 100. And, um, but we were knocking on doors and praying for people. And uh, three hours later... <laughs> Three hours later, I mean, Christina said, and I promised her a donut. She's not really on the fast, so I, she, she was having a donut attack the other day, so we're not, we're not enforcing the fast too hard on our children. And I, I promised her one little donut, and she said, three hours is not enough for one donut. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we, um, uh, so we passed these out, and it was amazing. We were able to pray for people. Um, and, uh, and I mean, there, there's a lot of people with a lot of needs out there and they open the door. <laughs> people open the door for you. And I was able to pray and, and talk to people about the Lord, invite people in and all that. And I'm telling you, I, it never feel, you never feel so good as when you're going out doing the kingdom business. And you know, it's something about when you start doing the, when you start witnessing or praying for somebody and you see they, you say they light up, your soul will start to prosper. And when your soul prospers, God will prosper you. And so we, we passed out 80 of these yesterday and uh, praise God. And it, I couldn't believe it was, I couldn't believe three hours went by. It went by like that. Now, not with, with Christina, of course. She kept, she was, I was dragging her along. But she's, I said, I said, Christina, you're my secret weapon. You're my secret weapon because when I knock on the door, she's right there and they soften up. <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm saying? So she's my secret weapon. So when I bring her uh, knocking on the door, they can't help but be nice. <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Then I can cram the gospel down their throat. <laughs> Get that gospel in there, right? And so God is awesome. But, but you know, I'm going to say this, that when you start fasting and praying, it, it, you're going to want to do what God wants you to do. You know, I like to say this. I said this to somebody this morning. God likes to take zeros and make a zero and make them into a hero. God likes to take nobodies, and he has done it all through the Bible, and he takes somebody that's average and he puts their grace on them and he makes them above average. And, you know, and, and so I'm saying this, that, that God wants you to be above average in, in your occupation. Uh, on, a, 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 if you're a, a business owner, he wants you to be greater. You know, if you own a certain type of business, he wants you to be more blessed than all. The, are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? He wants you to be greater. And I noticed that when, when people in the Old Testament, when they got a God encounter, God always, most of the time, made it better for them. Very few times God would judge people. But a lot of times they would repent, turn, and God made them good for them. And so whenever God, you know, encountered anybody, whenever anybody had a God encounter, he always brought them up. Brought them up. And what I thought about this is that God, you, listen, God doesn't expect us to be perfect. And God doesn't bless perfection. He blesses those that has a heart for, the, for him. 
He blesses those that love him. It's amazing to me how many people that God touched and had a God encounter, they weren't perfect. You know, Noah wasn't perfect. Noah was a righteous man, but he ended up getting drunk and naked in a tent. <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Hallelujah. He, he had some issues. Noah, Noah had some issues. Any of you have issues in here? But I thank God, even though we might have some issues, God still can choose us. You know, Abraham, God chose him and, and called him out of an ungodly situation, you know, where they worship, you know, false gods. And God called him and Abraham into a relationship with him. And God said in Genesis 12 that, I, that I'm going to make you into a great nation and I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. And, I, and, and you will be a blessing to all those that you come in contact with. God is saying the same thing to us. He wants to bless us. He wants to make our names great in what we do. He wants to increase us. And God always makes us great. When we get a God encounter, again, he will make us from zero to heroes. God will, will do that to you, and that's what we need. We need a revelation of God in our life. I need a revelation of God. Hallelujah. Just even this week, the Lord was revealing to me, you know, that... that that this is what the enemy will always try, try to work on is that we're not in right standing with God. Have you ever questioned if you were in right standing with God because you're dealing with some issues? Now, you may, you, there, you might, there might be some adjustments, but if you're in Jesus, you are accepted in the beloved. You are right in God because of the blood of Jesus. You might have some issues. You might have some weaknesses. But you are right because of the blood of Jesus. You're accepted. Jesus was rejected so that you could be accepted in him. And a lot of times the enemy will get us focused on what we, what our shortcomings and, and our misses and that we're not perfect and and that we we don't do everything right who does i'm thinking about abraham how he lied about his wife and and threw her under the bus and said that she he was afraid that they were going to kill him because she was so beautiful i i'm sometimes i'm a little nervous about that with my wife you know somebody might try to no i'm kidding but because she's so beautiful but are you listening to what i'm saying to you today that's a plug for, for yen when she listens to this cd but uh okay. Are you listening? And so he threw his wife under the bus. Abraham. The one that God, are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah, and said, and said to, the, to the Egyptian king, you know, well, she's just my sister. And, of course, God intervened. Thank God when God intervenes. And in, in a sense, Abraham wasn't lying because she was like his half-sister. But, but he, was, he wasn't telling the whole truth. And, you know, when you just tell partial truth... It's still a full lie. Can I say that again? Partial truth is still a whole lie. Just telling partial truth. But God still loved Abraham. God still worked with Abraham. God still fulfilled the plan even when he had an Ishmael in his life and, and got up with Sarah's maid and they had a son that was, was born out of the flesh you know, but, but, but God still worked with him. God still gave him the promised child, glory to God. 
so we can still mess up and God still can work his, his miracles in our lives. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? God is awesome. I think about Jacob and I think about how, how Jacob, you know, was, was, you know, I don't know why. They, they called him the deceiver and he had a brother named Esau. But, I, but I, I, I thought that he was a smart businessman myself because, you know, he, he actually, he had Esau sell him uh, his birthright and for a bowl of beans. Esau came in one day hungry from hunting and, uh, and uh, uh, Jacob was making a bowl of beans and he said, give me those beans. He said, if you sell me your birthright, I will give you the, the, these, this stew, this, this bowl of beans. And, 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 and Esau said, well, what is my birthright? What does that mean to me right now? I'm hungry. And so he sold out. He sold out his birthright. I really believe it was Jacob's right to get the blessing because he got the birthright. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? That was never mentioned. And so, but, but he did deceive his father. And he did get the blessing on his life because his mom pushed him into it. But we won't, we won't, we won't go there, moms. His mom pushed. If you know the story, you know, of Jacob and his mom said, you get, the, you know, you need to get the blessing. And he listened to his mom. And of course, he ended up in Laban's house. His uncle worked for 20 years, but he ended up getting wealthy and God blessed him. And then he wrestled with an angel and I'm telling you, he had a God encounter, and he wrestled with the angel. He wasn't going to let go of that angel until he was blessed. He didn't realize he was already blessed of God. But God gave him a new name, and he gave him the name of Israel. Glory to God. He changed his name, uh, and that name means prince. And when you get a God encounter, God wants to change your name. He wants you to go from loser to winner. Are you here from failure to, to victor? He's going to change your name from, from whatever you're losing in what area of your life. He's going to bring you up to the next level. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? I think about Dave Ramsey and how he was a financial uh, failure. And Dave Ramsey is a Christian a man that, that, that wrote a book on, uh, on, on, on your finances. And he developed a system on how to get out of debt. And, and, and he was a failure in the financial realm. But, but whatever, where, whatever your failure, but he was a Christian. And I believe that God graced him and caused his failure in finances to became, he became a great success in teaching people how to get out of debt and how to have more and how to give into the kingdom of God. Anybody ever heard of Dave Ramsey? And this man is doing great things for the kingdom of God. What, what the enemy is trying to mean for our demise, God can turn for good. Whatever weakness that you might be dealing with, when you are weak, he is made strong, glory to God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? You know, as Christians, we are struggling with our flesh. And I'm telling you, and, and this is what I'm saying, it's a struggle between walking in the spirit of God and walking in our flesh. And as we seek God, as we pray as we put the word of God, God will start revealing truth to us and he will, he will help us to come out of anything that's hindering us. Like I said before, I don't want curse in my life. I don't want to keep going in a cycle of 
blessing and then curse and blessing and curse. I want to break out of those things. I don't want to be like the Israelites. I don't want to, I don't want to encounter the same problems this year that I encountered last year. I don't want to go around the mountain and keep going around the mountain and keep dealing with the same issues and keep seeing that. I want to see new scenery. I want, I want to, I, I, I don't want to just look at the promised land. I want to live in the promised land. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at Virginia Beach SDA Church located at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10.30 a.m. Nursery and Children's Church provided. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at www.exceedlifechurch.org.